We're considering a question. Why did Jesus die on the cross? I figure it's, this is one of the most significant, most oft-discussed events in the history of the world. Surprisingly, it's not as easy as you might think to arrive at a simple, clear answer relative to why Jesus died. Well, we're going to suggest that tonight he died in order to enable us to trade places. But it says God sent his son, born of a woman, born under law, to redeem. That's our word for tonight, redeem. And what we're going to say, redeem is what it means to take somebody out of something that's bad and put them into something which is good, to take them out of slavery and to put them into sonship, to take them out of an unsafe place and put them into a safe place. That's what it means to redeem. It's to enable somebody to trade places. And what the cross is, it's what it says here is that we are able, because of what Jesus did on the cross, to go from slavery to sonship from having to relate to God as a master to being able to relate to him as a father, to being slaves of God, from being slaves of God to being sons and daughters of God. And that's what redeem means. That's what redeem means. To go from slavery to sonship. There's a story in the Bible that we're going to look at and we're going to look at some Images, it's the story of Ruth. And we're going to meet a person who is called a guardian redeemer. And so listen for this one and see if you can pick up what the redeemer does. And so what does a redeemer do? Because if we understand it in this story, it'll help us understand what Jesus did. Because that's what he did on the cross. He redeemed us. Let's tell the story. Elimelech and his wife, Naomi, had two sons, Malin and Kilian and lived in the town of Bethlehem in Judah. When the area was hit with famine, they decided to leave to find food. They traveled to the nearby land of Moab and settled there to live. The Moabite people did not worship God, but their own idols. Sometime later, Elimelech died. The two sons grew up and married local Moabite women, Ruth and Orpah were their names. Sadly, tragedy struck again. Ten years after the two sons had settled in Moab, Malin and Kilian both died, leaving three widows, Naomi and her two young Moabite daughters-in-law. When Naomi heard that the Lord had provided food for the people back in Bethlehem, she decided to return. The three widows packed up their belongings. Naomi then told her two daughters-in-law, go back to your own mother's homes. May the Lord show you the same kindness you have showed to your dead husbands and to me. May God help you find new husbands. Naomi kissed them both goodbye and they wept aloud. We will go back with you to your people, they replied. No, you must return home, Naomi insisted. You can marry again. Naomi felt embittered. She felt that God was against her. Orpah kissed Naomi goodbye and returned home to her mother's house. Ruth, however, clung to Naomi and would not let go. Orpah has returned to her people and their gods, said Naomi. Go back with her. Don't urge me to leave you, Ruth replied. Where you go, I will go. Where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people, and your God will be my God. Where you die, 
I will die. When Naomi realized that Ruth was determined to stay with her, they both set off on the road to Bethlehem. They arrived back in Bethlehem just as the barley harvest was beginning. Their arrival caused quite a stir. Naomi's grief and suffering had changed her appearance so much that many did not recognize her. Can this be Naomi, people asked. Don't call me Naomi, she insisted. Call me Mara, which means bitter, because God has made my life bitter. I went away full, but the Lord has brought me back empty. The Lord has brought misfortune on me. After Naomi and Ruth arrived in Bethlehem, they needed food. Ruth asked, let me go to the barley fields to pick up the leftover grain. The poor were allowed to pick up grain that the harvesters had left on the ground. Go ahead, my daughter, Naomi replied. Ruth went into the fields belonging to Boaz. Boaz was a relative of Naomi's dead husband, Elimelech. Later, Boaz arrived and greeted the harvesters. The Lord be with you. The harvesters replied, the Lord bless you. Boaz noticed Ruth collecting grain with the poor. Who is that woman? He asked the man in charge of the harvesting. She is the Moabite who returned with Naomi, he answered. She asked permission to pick up grain and has been working hard. Boaz went across to Ruth. Stay in these fields with the woman who worked for me, Boaz told her. I have told the men not to lay a hand on you. When you get thirsty, help yourself to the water jars the men have filled. Ruth bowed down before Boaz. Why are you treating a foreigner so kindly, she asked. I have been told how you have cared for Naomi, Boaz answered. May God, under whose wings you have taken refuge, richly reward you. Even though I am lower than one of your servants, you have spoken kindly to me and put me at my ease, Ruth responded. At mealtime, Boaz invited her to eat with the other harvesters. Have some bread and dip it in the wine vinegar, he said. He offered her roasted grain. Ruth ate all she wanted. When Ruth got up to continue working, Boaz gave secret orders to his men. Let her gather among the sheaves. Even pull out some stalks from the bundles and drop them for her to gather. Ruth busily gathered grain until the evening. Ruth threshed the barley she had gathered and took it home to Naomi. It was a large amount, about 30 pounds. She also brought Naomi the food left over from the meal she had with Boaz and the harvesters. Where did you gather grain today? Naomi asked. Who is the man who has been kind to you? Boaz, Ruth replied. The Lord bless him, said Naomi. He is a close relative we know as a guardian redeemer. He has an obligation to look after a relative who is in need. From that point on, Ruth continued gathering grain in the fields belonging to Boaz. She stayed close to the other woman gathering grain, knowing she would be safe. She worked hard in the barley harvest and then in the wheat harvest that followed, making sure that Naomi had enough food to eat. One day, Ruth's mother-in-law, Naomi, said to her, My daughter, you must have a future where you will be provided for. Tonight, Boaz will be winnowing barley. Wash, put on perfume, and dress in your best clothes. Then she told Ruth what to do next. Ruth made her way down to the threshing floor where Boaz was working, making sure she was not seen. When Boaz had finished eating and drinking, he lay down at the far end of a grain pile. Ruth crept up to him, uncovered his feet, and lay down. During the night, 
Boaz woke up to find a woman asleep at his feet. Who are you, he asked. I am your servant Ruth, she replied. Spread the corner of your garment over me as you are a guardian redeemer of my family. A guardian redeemer was someone obliged to look after a relative in need. Boaz was related to Naomi's dead husband, Elimelech. The Lord bless you, replied Boaz. You have not run after younger men, and people know you are a woman of good character. I am your guardian redeemer. But there is another person more closely related than I am. If he is not willing to redeem you, then I will. Ruth lay at his feet until morning. Boaz filled the shawl she was wearing with grain to take back to Naomi. Boaz went to the town gate where business deals were done. When he saw the guardian redeemer, who was more closely related to Naomi's former husband, he asked him to sit down with ten elders gathered as witnesses. Naomi is selling the land that belonged to our relative Elimelech, Boaz explained. You have the first right to buy it, but if you do not want it, then I will. I cannot buy the land without causing problems with my own estate, came the reply. You buy it as I cannot. It was the custom to seal a deal on buying property by one party taking off a sandal and giving it to the other. The guardian redeemer, who had first choice on the land, took off his sandal and gave it to Boaz. Boaz made an announcement to the elders and those gathered. Today I have brought, bought from Naomi the property of Elimelech and his sons Malan and Kilian. I have also acquired Ruth the Moabite as my wife. Your witnesses. So, Boaz married Ruth. And the Lord blessed them with a son. Woman told, told Naomi, Praise the Lord, he has looked after you in your old age. Ruth loves you and is better to you than seven sons. Ruth and Boaz's son was called Obed. Obed was the father of Jesse, whose son, David became king of Israel. Mary was a descendant of David. She became the mother of Jesus. A redeemer is one who takes someone from an unsafe place to a safe place. And the way he does that, and he does it for somebody who cares about. When you redeem someone, you redeem a relative. You redeem someone you're connected to. When Jesus comes to the earth to redeem, he doesn't redeem strangers. He redeems those he considered his brothers. That God considers sons and daughters. Not all respond. But the message of Good Friday is that we do have a redeemer who has made room in his home. And that's what Boaz did. He made room in his home. He took care of Naomi and Ruth. But not just did he make room in his home. More significantly, he makes room in his heart. And this is what a redeemer does. God sent his son to redeem. God has room in his heart and in his home. He sends his son to bring us from slavery to sonship from an unsafe place to a safe place. He sends his son to be a redeemer. That's what Good Friday is about. We're going to, there's 
the elements back there, the cup representing his blood, the bread representing his body. His body was broken and his blood was shed so that he could be your redeemer. To bring you from slavery to sonship, daughtership. To bring you from an unsafe place to a safe place. That's why Jesus died. Sometime during the course of the songs, go up and get the elements and drink the juice and eat the bread and think about your Redeemer. So as fathers, we stand here. We understand that what redemption means. It's, it's something that, that you do for a relative, one to whom you're connected, who has come into a place where they're in an unsafe place and they are looking for rescue, looking for to be delivered, to be cared for. And that's what it means to be redeemed. And that's why you sent your son to the cross to redeem us. Thank you for that. Um, we matter to you. And you do open up your home. And that's why you've created humanity, mankind. You wanted more kids. And you open up your heart to be able to understand that eternally. But on this side of eternity, you would have us think about it while you direct us to the table. Help us think about the cross and the tomb. Have us taste the juice and eat the bread. And this is just a foretaste of what it's going to be when we experience life in your home and in your heart. Thanks for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah.